Praise the Lord, everyone. You're most welcome to the Christian Vibe Podcast, the place where we're inspired to live the good kind of life, to live that joy, that higher life which is in Christ Jesus, the life we have been given, that incorruptible life, that life that is far above, that life that is higher, that higher life in Christ. I'm so blessed that you've tuned in today, and my name is Kaguta Simon. It's always a pleasure and a blessing to see that you've tuned in yet for another episode of this podcast. In this episode, we are going to discuss a topic that is very relevant and essential in the Christian faith, especially today. It is one that many people do not talk about because they claim that people know about it. But the truth will shock you to find out that many don't even have a clue about this topic. It is the topic of rest. What does it mean to rest in God and how to find rest in God? Because the word rest in the world means something totally different from what the Bible teaches. Rest in the world is associated with a passive state of being to freshen up after a long day of work or after a hard work. But that is not what the scriptures mean when one speaks of rest. We live in a world where everyone is busy doing something that we as Christians may start to think that we are like the world in doing things. But when we understand the rest of God, the hours and the why of work and doing things in our lives will change because we are different. We are from above. To start off on this topic, we see in the book of Genesis chapter 2 from verses 2 to 3 which says, And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Here we see the account of creation right from the chapter 1 of the book of Genesis in which God created the world in six days and on the seventh day. God rested and it, it is summarized in the above scripture. God's blessing and sanctification of the seventh day seems intentional and with a reason. First of all, God does not need rest because he is of an infinite power and his power doesn't diminish like that of a man getting tired and needs rest and refreshing. So he did not create that seventh day for himself to rest and neither did he need rest. And secondly, God is of an infinite knowledge and wisdom and is all-knowing as you see in the book of isaiah chapter 46 verses 10 which says declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done saying my counsels are stand and i will do all my pleasures so if god knew everything right from the foundation of the world to the very end of it then he created this day and blessed it and sanctified it for someone else and that person was none other than man and immediately we see in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, God forming man out of the dust. In Genesis 1, 26 to 30, man was already given his assignment. That means his role, his role was determined before he was even formed in Genesis chapter 2. And the main purpose for the creation of man was to relate with God. That is why he was created in the image of God. And secondarily, to be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it and have dominion over it in ephesians chapter 2 verses 10 it says for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus unto good works which god hath before ordained that we should walk in them and again mark chapter 2 verses 27 says and he said unto them the sabbath was made for man and not man for the sabbath the purpose of rest was for man to commune with god Man was to be delightful, be joyful, and celebrate 
that day. God valued his relationship with man that he had to set a day for him to come in together with him. For Exodus, Exodus chapter 20 verses 8 to 11 says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou know thy son, know thy daughter, know thy maid servant, know thy maid servant, know thy cattle, know thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that are in them it is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day, that is the Sabbath day, and allowed it. And again Exodus chapter 31 verses 14 says, Shall keep the Sabbath therefore, for it is holy unto you. Everyone that defile it shall be surely put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Man was to work from the first day up to the sixth day. During this time, man was all busy and not much time was given to commune with the Creator. So the seventh day was a special day after the long week that man could finally commune with God. The mystery of the Sabbath or the race was also to let man know that he is not his own, but someone else created him, and therefore he had to set aside time for him to commune with that Creator. For Hebrews chapter 3 verses 4 says, For every house is built by someone, but he that built all things is God. The work that was given to man was from God, and so man would not be preoccupied with work and forget the Creator who gave him that work, but to look at that work as an extension of the power of God on his earth. Man was answerable to God for his work. Rest was very important to God and man, and men who did some work that day were killed and some were sent out of the camp. When we rest in God, we acknowledge that the work is already finished, just like how God saw the work which he had made and rested after seeing that it was beautiful. And when we rest on him, we also rely on his strength because he is the master and the workman is worthy of his meat. And this strength includes its resources in, that is to be used in the work. We also rest in the assurance that the work will stand because that what he has begun, he will always finish. This idea of rest was ever a constant idea throughout time, but the form changed due to the difference in the, in the dispensation. But the ultimate goal was for man to commune with God in his presence and rely on the strength of God and not his own strength wisdom and knowledge. In the Old Testament, the rest promise was more of a rest for the body, for example rest from war, having peace, but in, in the New Testament we see the complete meaning of the rest which we have in God. The first critical thing we notice in the New Testament is the fact that Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath or rest. According to the book of Matthew chapter 12 verses 8 which says, For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath day. This means that Jesus defines race as it was intended by God when he created man and not what man makes it to be or defines it. We see about six incidences in the scriptures where Jesus disagreed with the Pharisees and the chief priests and the rulers of the synagogues about the intention of the Sabbath day. 
the Sabbath was being profaned by those people because they valued the tradition of the practice more than the revelation of the practice. For the Sabbath was made for the man and not man for the Sabbath. Rest was given for man to enjoy, but we see the Pharisees, the synagogue rulers, and the priests are willing to let men suffer on that day in the name of people the Sabbath, yet the intention of God for man on that day was for man to look at him as a sustainer, as their deliverer, as their creator, and not to suffer. The real rest we start to see in Jesus is the rest in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, which says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I am meek and of lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. After the fall of man in Genesis chapter 3, man started to toil every day and was in constant sorrow to get what to eat. We see that the perfect and complete rest man had before the fall was taken away from them because of their disobedience. Men became burdensome and heavily laden. When a man comes to Jesus in salvation, Jesus gives that man rest from toiling and sorrow, and that perfect rest of communion with the Father is restored again. That man becomes a friend of God once again. That man starts to do what God had ordained for him since the foundation of the world. That is why a born-again Christian is not his own. He belongs to God. God takes care of every of his every need. And that is why the scriptures talks about casting our cares unto him for he cares. Jesus promised the perfect rest, and this rest is the assurance of the heavenly home, that is, after we have died from here, we are going to go to heaven, and then peace, whereby we shall be at peace with everyone, with our neighbors, with everything around us, and the confidence of salvation and re reliance on his strength. That means we rely on the strength of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4 verses 3 says, For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, As I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. When one becomes a Christian, that person has entered the rest of God because of his faith in Jesus Christ. The perfect picture of rest in the New Testament is the cessation of one's own work into the imitation of the work of the Father. We start to do what the Father is doing. We strive for the cause of the kingdom, whether in our business or in any other thing we are doing. We do it as though it were the Father doing it. For John chapter 5 verses 19 says, So Jesus answered them by saying, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you the Son is able to do nothing of himself, of his own accord, but he is able to do only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does is what the Son does in the same way in his turn. To fully understand how the Father did the work, we need to understand what Afenuni was creating the world. He spoke the world into existence. He looked at the work and it was good. And because the work was good, he rested. Since it is God working in us, according to the book of Philippians chapter 2 verses 13, understand that God has already finished work. So we as Christians start from the point of rest. We see the end of that work, its splendor in the finished form 
and trust in God to bring that end we have seen. A man who is rested is one who has seen the end of a matter and has trusted God to bring that expected end. He knows how it is going to end and his reliance on God is because it is God who is working in him. It is the strength of God he is relying on. That is what it means in Hebrews chapter 4 verses 10 which says, For he that has entered into his rest, he also assists from his own works as God did from his. So there is then the big question, should we stop to work hard? Yet Proverbs chapter 6 verses 10 to 11 says, Yet a, a little sleep, yet a, a little slumber, a little falling of hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travel, and thy want as an armed man. Another concept we are introduced to is the concept of the works of faith. For James chapter 2 verse 17 says, In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. And again, Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. When you study the above scripture, we see that when we claim that we have faith, we must show the works, because that is what proves this faith. So if it is work, doesn't it send us back again to the law? Yet, Galatians chapter 2 verse 16 says, Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. The works of faith is therefore the response of a soul, of a man, to the word of God. This response is non-creditable, in which it is not to gain a merit, as in works, which is to gain a merit. Rest then comes as a result of our faith in God, and this faith starts to respond to the word of God in us, eventually making us respond to circumstances or situations in a certain way. This is the work of faith. For example, when a man is believing God for financial breakthrough, if his faith will start to produce rest, and this man starts to speak like one who has the breakthrough because he has seen the end. He might even start to celebrate with his friends because that man is rested. But this doesn't come to every man because it requires the wisdom and the understanding of the rest of God. The first step to finding rest in God is to see situation God's way. See that it is finished and based on what you have seen, act like it even in the work of faith. Secondly, we see in John chapter 6 verses 28 to 29 which says, Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that he may believe on him whom he has sent. We see then that faith is the next ingredient to the rest of God. For to have faith is to rely on the strength and power of God, and it is what makes us do the work of God, which is our work. So, find rest in whatever thing you do, or in whatever thing you believe in God for. Thank you for listening to the Christian Vibe Podcast. See you next time for a new episode.